Hey, hi, what's up? It's your guy Elias Omar, and I just wanted to take a hot second to tell you about Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment. I read them to you in a natural human voice, imagine that. For the first time in history, you can listen to the internet. It's almost like you're reading The Matrix, it's crazy. You can browse articles from topics that you choose, anything. From quadricep development to gnomes with bad New York accents and just start listening. Oh, and guess what? They also have podcasts as well. You could check out shows from over 40 countries. And of course, yes, our pod, Everrum Adventures, is there too. So go download and use Newsly for free now at www.newsly.me. Or just go to the link in the show description. And make sure that you use promo code Everrum, E-V-E-R-R. E-A-L-M and you'll get a one month free premium subscription it's that easy so check out Newsly guys stop scrolling and start listening In your abdomen, softest chrysanthemums, the anthems that they chattering. A convocated hater advocates an arrogant. The gun kind of unoriginal, I predict a panic. That put the flame in your brain like a jack o' lantern. Attack root boy, random OG ran dialect, filthy universal, like Caligula landed on Saturn. The target in particular, they all my prey. Top of the food chain, orca stalker, where the dolphins play. Focalize my issues quite clearly. Before your eyes cauterize the game severely. Put it simply, craft the next level of lock stage, like the Ice Age kept natives from crossing the Welcome Barren Strait. Play some D and D. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I am so. ready, but I'm also just like, cool, depending what? on which way this goes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we didn't already had Jim Bob and whoever and everything else, so let let's see how bad this gets. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited either way. Hi, hello, welcome to the Everum. We are an OPOC actual play D and D podcast. My name is Elias Omar. I'm the DM. And tonight, I am joined by... Hey, everyone. My name is Mark Jemison. We play Farley's a drowish entity. Once a humble school teacher, now Avengers is a charming yet deadly rogue warlock. Our pronouns are he, they, and you can find us tweeting about solving the sweet or savory grits crisis at More the Merrier. Crisis? Oh, wait, you That's said a, a grits crisis? Sweet or savory. There's a war going on. Lighter and salt all day. That's it. <laughs> See, I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to... A little sugar. To... A little sugar. That's not grits. That's not grits. Sugar and grits. We need <laughs> That's farina. This is the piece Sweet we need grits. in this world. No. Just eat cream of wheat. <laughs> 
Keep violence. Yeah, I was about to say it's Marina. No, no grits, Avena. <laughs> I will stand on this hill and I will fight my battle. See, you see how this is what I'm talking about. You put sugar in your grits. That's what I'm talking no, about. No, you put, I like cheese in my grits. Put that Salt too. and cheese with some pepper. Mm-mm-mm. Put a little scrimp in it too. There you go. No, I'm, I'm allergic to cheese. Are you trying to kill me? No, no, we, we're not trying to kill you. I shall make note of that. That's <laughs> seafood. Sorry, go ahead. Hi, everyone. I'm Siobhan Velez. I play the sassy Chinora. A human fighter, warlock, cleric. You can find me on Twitter at Siobhan Vallette. Hi, this is Mark Hawthorne. I play Serendipity, your Fae Lost warlock barbarian. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marky Wanders. And it's definitely 100% Team Secrets. That's Marina. Yes, came of weed already. Hi, I'm Jinx. I play Myth, our wonderful tiefling monk. Um, I can be found on all social media at Jinx Milano. I'm still learning Twitter. Please have patience with me. I'm sorry seeing you people follow me. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm trying. I am an older millennial and I am trying. But yeah, I am in DC, so I don't have my regular bar set up today, but I did happen to find some really good stuff and I was able to create this actually I don't even know what to call it all I know is I've got this really cool vodka that's honeysuckle flavored I found some elderflower liqueur and we had some lemon juice and a bit of strawberries so I kind of mixed that together and poured a little bit of Prosecco on it I don't know what to call it all I know is for three bucks at a liquor store and some random fruit that I got from the market I am quite happy so I heard a lot of suckers in there. It was a honeysuckle, a honey oh, Honey, It's honeysuckle vodka uh-huh. and elderflower liqueur, which is kind of like a sweet but still botanical. I love elderflower. Me too. The last time I had some, I was in uh, Ikea and I had some syrup and I had it with me forever and then it was gone. So anything already who works for Ikea, if you happen to hear this, bring back the elderflower syrup. But... um. Yeah, the honeysuckle, it, look, the honeysuckle vodka really tastes like you're out in the middle of the field in the middle of freaking June, picking little honeysuckles and eating little bits out of the middle of them. It was, it's surprisingly sweet. I wasn't expecting it, but really good. Um, but with some muddled strawberries, I don't know what it is with elderflowers and strawberries, but I absolutely love them. They play very well off, um, very well off of each other um, with just a little bit of acidity. So just like literally just... And an eye drop dropper of lemon juice. Me, I'm not a big sweet, sweet person, but you know, so the elderflower and the sweetness from the vodka, just fine. But if you're one of those sweeter people, a little bit of simple syrup, oh my God, this is better than I thought it would be. Oh, wow. You found the elderflower syrup? Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna, you know, be ordering this in the background while we get started, but you know, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> it's not sold online. Pick up in store only. Okay, well, break my heart then. That, that's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just peeped that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to get some on the way back to North Carolina then. <laughs> that sounds good. It's refreshing and came in little tiny bottles. I love these little tiny bottles. <laughs> They can fit in my purse. <laughs> so let's see how 
interesting this is about to get. Let's see if we might get into some more interesting fights or something. Let's see. So, I don't feel like doing a recap. And uh, I was going to say that, you know, y'all could try to do the, one of y'all could try to do the recap and inspiration, all that good stuff. But Siobhan um, decided to write yeah. a recap, right? Yeah. I nice. think I got it. Doing homework. Okay, okay. Let's hear it. Oh, God. Last week on the FRL. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> you can feel the drama. It's inspiration right there. <laughs> <laughs> the strong thighs were standing in astonishment as Mal and Rhiannon disappeared with the artifact. As the strong thighs were discussing what to do next, Lucky heard scratching in the sarcophagus. Why do you call that a sarcophagus? You know my Spanish accent gets in the way. Sarcophagus. Yeah, that word. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, as we were all standing with the party, everyone was ready to strike. Myth was ready to stab something up. Farley's was ready to, to kill something. And I think, um, Lucky, you were standing right up uh, right up on the sarcophagus, wasn't you? Yep. See, nice, I remember nice that. Nice. Yep, that's right. Um, and then came this giant mirror-faced thing that rose from the whatever that thing is called. You could say coffin. Okay, the coffin. <laughs> and then he said his name was Jurgon, right? Yep. Oh, snap. Y'all hear that, right? Yep. Okay. You got this girl. <laughs> um... Jor uh, Jorgon was placed in the coffin, but he was placed there so he could so the curse could be removed. Am I right? That's what he believed. Yes, that's what he told you guys. Yeah, that's what he thought. Right? Okay. Now, um, now the person that was supposed to remove the curse was Geldar, but the strong thighs had told him that he had been there for hundred years, and basically Jorgon left him there to rock. And then he was looking for Ellie, right? Yes, he mentioned Ellie. Yes, but I have this idea, right? So when I was writing this all down, um, do you remember when Mal and Rhiannon left with the with the artifact? And Mal said to Rhiannon, this is exactly what your mother said, remember? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So her mother has to be Ellie because Ellie would be the only one that would know what the artifact looked like. So we, I remember I thought that the the Banshee was Ellie. The ban I don't think Ellie was the Banshee. I think Rihanna's mama is Ellie. Boom. Open your third eye. Ooh. Okay. So um <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else? Okay, so then he told us about Ellie. But we don't know where she's at. Um, he wanted to leave and find Geldar and kick his ass. But he needed, in order for him to leave, he needed the artifact. What is the artifact? The artifact was that was the what well, we came there to get. Yeah. What is it? What was it? It it was a um. Hold on. Oh my god. It was it was in that thing, wasn't it? Like um, I can't think. What was it? Maybe pendant. Yeah, there you go. That's what it was. 
Um, but he needed that ruby pendant in order to leave. And then we had to tell him that it's not there anymore. So then he said that he can just he he can just transport us and we had to go find a ring, right? Yep. Okay, so then he transported us to like a futuristic time that had like neon lights. They used credit for money, then he used gold. Um, there was like a different type of class of people. Like there was no more tieflings, no more Puerto Ricans, um, no more drowns, no more monks. <laughs> there was nothing but a bunch of um, mega people. And they were very, very racist. And they said really horrible things against Puerto Ricans. And it hurt me. So then well, we went. Uh huh. Well, now they're dead, so we have avenged yep. the feelings. So then we ran into the mega people at the Hell's Oasis, and um, their names Bobby, Mike, Johnny, Ron- Johnny, and Ronnie. I think wasn't Ralph missing? Ralph was missing. Yes, a slight oversight. Yeah. So not all of New Edition was there, and they spotted racist. Um, racist things towards us and we took offense to it so we had to answer it with kicking their ass so they got their ass whooped and then that's where you stopped I love every moment of that did I get it right? you did for the most yeah you did did I miss something? Um, I would say that you missed after you guys uh, dispatched with the cyborg mega thugs and uh all the people were running out of the bar. Uh, the automaton bartender asked you guys to stay put as authorities had been um, called. Um, you guys were running out. And as you were running out, I believe it was Lucky that saw on the screen Emperor Clud, who was on, on that screen, uh, was giving a sort of speech to a bunch of people uh, with Geldar beside him. Um, and you guys, he saw... Geldar put his arm around Emperor Clud and he saw a ring, a black ring, similarly described uh, in the way that the uh, one that Juragon had mentioned. Um, and he saw that ring on, on Geldar's finger. And uh, that's, I believe that's where we stopped. You guys were just about to run out of the Hell's Oasis. Oh, yeah, I knew that there was a part I forgot. Okay, that was the part. I couldn't remember no more. <laughs> you got a lot. So let's say... See, I'm really averse to giving you, to giving Shinora inspiration because she already has Lucky. Yeah, you don't have to give it to me. You can give it to the other guys. All right, so we'll say there's one inspiration floating around for somebody so you guys can decide on when that gets used, maybe for a key role at some point tonight. Okay, cool. I like it. Let's do this. All right. Yeah, you guys were just running out of the bar, about to uh, run out onto the street. Um, so yeah, as you're running out, can I get a perception check from all of you? Okay. That is There's not 20. Damn. Damn. 24. You know what? My die is still freaking rolling. Okay. There it goes. 22. Even though I'm kind of feeling the first roll out the gate is a nat 20. Oh, I got oh nat 20 again. Okay. Wow. Okay. Starting hot. Um, the first thing that you guys uh, notice 
the lights flashing. Um, you do a quick scan around the source and realize that up above you, those flying kind of streamlined versions of the buzzers are glowing a pulsating red light hovering in the air, arranged in like a, a curving line that spirals out. But the center buzzer, we're gonna call them drones from now on, the center drone directly above that um, glowing succubus sign with the Hell's Oasis. Uh, yeah, you hear a rush of air, maybe like a, a constant explosion off in the distance to the south. Then you hear like a rhythmic boosh, boosh. It seems to be getting louder, closer. In the immediate area, people are scurrying away as fast as possible, running into the, the various places of business, running in both ways up and down the street. Um, a few feet ahead of you, you see that that small clunky robot, that small clunky automaton that you met before you entered the tavern. And it's still there, trying to give a spiel about how cool the Hell's Oasis is to all the pedestrians, but they're running and kind of like, you know, stiff arming him and, and trying to get past. Those buzzers can't be good. I'm assuming those might be the authorities. Yes, we have some scouts. We need to find somewhere we can lay low and uh, hide from the vision, basically. With where those, do we go? I was going to say, with those 20s, can we see anything, any opportunities in front of us? There are various stores. The noise and, and such was coming from the south. People are running, not in any one specific direction, with those high-ass rolls. It kind of seems like they're running to get away from you and to get away from the general area. That that small bot is, is right there. Maybe you could question him. Anyone good with charming metal? <laughs> oh, never tried. I'm going to give it a chance. <laughs> Please. All right. Which one, which one is better? Is it charm person or suggestion? I mean, well, it's metal, so... It says, DM, do you, do you count him as a humanoid kind of, kind of creature? You would know that charm person probably wouldn't work on a construct. <laughs> but now Lucky will go to the... Uh, the little guy and asks, so, other than Hell's Oasis to uh, find a place to eat, where's a good place to sleep and lay low? So it kind of rotates and turns towards you. I'm an older model, and therefore I am not connected to the Bloodhorn Universal Server. However, if you are attempting to lay low, perhaps you should go to the alleys. There is a wonderful Hell's Oasis franchise there. Be sure to mention that I bought three sent you. You'll get a free mega hat and a pair of mega cross trainers. Point us in the way to the alley, please. The easiest and most efficient mode of travel in Bloodhorn is the subs. Nearest depot is just four blocks ahead. And with his big ass arms, it, it gestures uh, northward. Guys, I guess we're going this way. We'll find out when we get there. Uh, I guess let's uh, never get used to anything here. And then just start running in the direction that the bot is pointing northward. All right, can I get another perception check from you guys, please? 13 for lucky, right? That's a five. I have an eight. There you go, Myth. Nice. All right, Myth and Lucky, you notice that those drones above are following you. And you realize that the pulsating light kind of on the outside of the spiral, it's like they're blinking much faster. And that blinking slows down as it gets closer and closer to the middle. And the drone in the center is just shining constantly like a solid red beacon in the sky above you. Um, Myth with that high-ass roll, you hazard a, a glance over your shoulder as you're running. And about a block, maybe a block and a half behind you, you see a group of people running towards you guys, pushing through pedestrians, 
They're wearing red, weirdly form-fitting armor from head to toe. They have masks on their faces and holes where you would assume their eyes are. Um, they're like glowing like a strange gray. On their backs, you see large packs. And in their hands, they carry what looks like some sort of projectile weapon. Guess, like, from this distance, it's hard to tell, but you guess there's maybe like four or five of them. Behind them, towering above them, we see a large, basically humanoid-shaped metal construct clomping forward, and that's what's making that douche, douche sound. It's heavily armored, and as its articulated joints move, you see smoke jettison out of various spots on its body. You're running, and ahead of you in the distance, maybe 300 feet away, you see a huge lit-up sign that says, Tarkas Sub Depot. Um, it looks as if there's some type of passage that leads below underneath this uh the sign that leads like below street level. I don't know um, what all of these are, but we have company. I it think we like that would probably help. Um, we are being followed by some angry looking people and something that looks like something the tinkerer would have whipped up. Myth, look at the size of these things. Are you sure you're not itching for a fight? If I knew more about this strange land, then yes, I'd say let's turn and fight, but as it is, I don't. I would very much prefer to not. Myth, can I get an insight check from you? Alright. Come on, wisdom, don't fail me now. Not 20. Woo! You've noticed since the fight in the Hell's Oasis, since the fight in the tavern, um, you became aware that you haven't heard that usual buzzing from Fang that's kind of underneath your conscience almost at all times. You haven't been aware of that at all since you've been in this in this area, in this time and in, in place. Oh, huh, okay. Probably catalog that for later, since we are currently running for our lives. Then mm -hmm. she probably won't mention it now. But she will make a mental note of it. Mm -hmm. Um but you guys are running towards this um towards this sign, right? Alright, yes. so you are being chased. Yes, sir. It's about three hundred feet away. It'll take uh what like approximately three rounds for you guys to get there unless you do like some wild creative stuff but you also need to like navigate the humans and the bot pedestrians vehicles and such that are that might be in the way um so how we'll handle this kind of like chase scene um we'll roll three checks based on how you guys tell me how you're evading like all these obstacles and stuff and then we'll determine if it's like athletics or acrobatics whether or not you get advantage um depending on what you tell me. And since you guys have like a significant lead, DC is gonna be relatively low, but a couple fails and it'll become higher. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody, for this first round of movement, are you doing anything different or are you just, just straight up running? Uh, probably straight up running, sidestepping where I can or where I need to. Okay, okay. What's the, what's the physical, sorry, what's the physical environment like? It's a crowded street. Um, it's a city environment. There are buildings, um, there's vehicles on the roads, there's people and bots moving around, most of them running away from you. Some running towards where you're running, some running in the opposite direction. All right, so Unlucky, he rather deal with the vehicles than the people, and he's gonna run on top of the, uh, the vehicles as they're driving down the street hopefully giving him more momentum as we move forward towards the direction he's going. Ooh, okay. Uh, first, let's do Myth, because Myth is just straight up running. So, Myth, can you give me a, um... Let's say when you when you, when you you encounter pedestrians, whether they be bot or human, um, are you just pushing through people, or are you just, like, you know, juking and, and dodging in between? 
Um, why would we be jerking and dodging in between if it's a metal construct? If it's short, she might try to see if she can, like, kind of Mario <laughs> that, 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 that little droid oh, oh. just, like, up on top of it, maybe. All right, give me an athletic show. 19. Nice. All right. So, yeah, Miff, you guys see Miff just taking off. She's making a lot of headway, dipping and dodging and, and jumping over anything under 5'8". Lucky is doing some superhero shit, and he's just jumping on top of vehicles. Yeah, so give me an acrobatic check. DC for what you're attempting to do is going to be a little bit higher. Uh, 16. Yeah, I had 16 in mind. <laughs> yeah, so he, you see Lucky jumping on top of these, I guess you guys would see them as horseless carriages, um, surfing on the top of them. He almost loses it at one point, but he writes himself, and he's pretty much even with uh, Miss Sarah. Farley's, what, what are you doing? Farley's is using the enchanted ring with Miles the spider and he's using that power to stick to the side to the walls and, and basically wall crawl slash run uh, to the location down the street as best he can. Okay. I would say that's acrobatics. That is a 20. Yeah, you're doing your thing. You're basically Spider-Man without the web shooters. Like, you're just jumping from building to building, um, running on the sides. Farley's is booking. Um, Shanora, how are you approaching this? Um, I actually have my movable rod in my hand. Okay. So I'm running, but if something is in my way or is going to come at me, I will put my movable rod in front of it. Oh, you mean like something like chasing you behind you? Yeah, okay. or that, that I need to stop. Got you. They're not, I mean, I don't think that they're close enough at this point. So if you're just straight up running, let's do an acrobatics check. Okay. Oh. 14. Okay. You're lagging behind the rest of them a little bit, but you're moving. No, um, the people that are, the individuals that are chasing you aren't, aren't gaining on you. Yes, yeah, so you guys are a lot closer. So let's do it again, Miss Sarah. You're doing the same thing, or? Has the crowd density changed? Not yet, no. Okay, then yep. All right, athletics again. 24. All right, you're you're freaking flying. Um, On the last one, you'll have advantage. Lucky, you're on top of these vehicles. You're surfing on, on cars, basically. Are you going to continue doing that, or? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 16. Yeah, you're doing your thing. On the last one, you'll have advantage. Farley. Across the different buildings, maybe jump on a, a light pole, swing off of that, back to a building. All right. Cool. Acrobatics. Fill me now. 23. 23, hardcore parkour. Um, yeah. Your next, um, when you, when you roll the next one, you'll get advantage. And Shinora. Okay, I'm still running. Still running? Okay. Yep. All right. I would... Acrobatic yeah. again. 23. Eight. Yeah. Natural 20. Natural 20. Um, yeah, Shinora just turns into the same bolt and just starts catching up to you guys. Um, and you'll get advantage on, on your uh, your final roll. Um, okay, we'll just do it one more time. Hopefully. Myth. Um, the crowd density has changed a bit. It's now it's starting to um, be less people. You can see that sign ahead of you, and you see what looks like a wide staircase that descends down. All right. So since, you know, we don't have to do as much of the whole dodging of people, we're probably just going to kind of zero in on that point and just make a beeline for it. Okay. Your case is kind of different because it's kind of what monks do. Um, so I'll let you choose between acrobatics and athletics, and you'll get advantage. All right. Oh, I've been rolling athletics, so let's see if it'll fail me now. 17. 
Okay. Ooh, 15 on the second one. So okay, 17. 17. You make it to uh, the top of this staircase. You're actually about to start descending it. Take it. Lucky, you're standing in the street. At this point, you're running. And we're going to switch from running to doing like a little light flying with the boots. Okay. Uh, that way he's a little more quicker on ducking through people. All right. Um, let's do an acrobatics check with advantage since you're flying. Okay. 17 for the first roll. Eight for the second. <laughs> 17. 17. <laughs> All right. Um, you're not quite to where myth is, but you've definitely caught up. In the next round, you'll you'll be able to be uh, descending the stairs. And Farley's. As the crowd is, is kind of thinning out, Farley's going to hit the street, start running. Uh, and as he gets closer to Myth, he's going to maybe touch her arm and make sure she doesn't fall on the way to the train. All right. Uh, let's see. Acrobatics? Or... Um, yeah, let's do acrobatics. Um, you do have advantage. I'm going to hold that. Yeah, you're good. With a 22. And a 20. okay. 22, yeah. you're good. Um, and Shinora. Okay, I'm beelining for that to go... Where everybody else All right. is. You have advantage. You got that net 20, so, yeah. 15. And a 10. All right. Um, yeah, you guys all get there. You're at the top of this wide staircase that descends down below street level from where you're standing. Um, it goes down about 30 feet before it reaches the floor below. There are people on the stairs. Men, women, children, bots. Um, some move away from you frantically up down um just trying to make distance some just stand staring at you uh what do you what are you guys doing it's staring back right <laughs> <laughs> stair rail or just like the standard stairs with you know like the little it's wide i would say like height. maybe um approaching 20 feet across there's rails there's three rails two on each side and one in the middle you know, and it uh, goes 30 feet down, so it's a pretty decent sized staircase. And there are people, okay. there's people all over on, on this staircase. What do we have to roll to see if we can slide the rail? Yeah, thinking the same thing. Oh. Yeah, right, we're going to take same, that one with, uh, uh, thing from Farley's and parkour. Let's, what do we got to roll? Uh, okay, that's <laughs> acrobatics. Give me an acrobatics check. Uh, okay. Please, 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 please. <laughs> do I get advantage to them with the boots up? No. I've got 17. No. <laughs> I got 19. Um, I mean, that's pretty funny. Um, okay, Farley's, are you doing the same thing? Yes. Yes. Yeah, 20 more. Okay, so Myth, Shinora, and Farley's slide down these these um rails like they've been doing it their whole life. Um, Can I give the finger on the way down? Who are you giving the finger to? <laughs> The people that are staring. Okay, you give them the finger. One woman, like, okay, <gasps> completely aghast. I guess, you know, finger is a universal sign throughout time in various dimensions. But anyway, you guys um slide down these rails, the three of you. Lucky kind of like tries to fly into a slide and he misjudges it and eats it a bit on the stairs, but then he writes himself. Um, you don't get hurt though, but you're behind everybody. You're about in the middle of the staircase and these guys are basically at the base. Can I get a quick perception check from anybody? Oh, let's see. Oh. Lucky got an eight. Myth with a 17. Okay, with a 17. Yeah. Myth, you noticed that uh, those drones didn't follow you guys down the stairs. They're like kind of hanging out above the entrance. You still hear that douche, douche, that clambering coming coming towards you. 
Um, okay, so you guys, eventually Lucky does catch up to you guys, and you guys are at the base of the stairs, and you're in this sort of underground transit station, um, and you're kind of like taking everything in and looking around, and at that time, Farley's, you feel somebody grab you on your upper oh. arm. Turn around. I turn around and defensively kind of extend the uh, psychic blade, but ready to strike, but not not fully doing it. Okay, okay. Um, you turn and look, and you see a young man wearing a mega cap. And he smiles at you, and he pushes the brim of his cap up a bit, and you see the shimmer of illusion magic fading, and his actual face comes into view, and you see the face of a male drow. And on the far side of um, middle age, his hair is thinning, and the hat that he has on isn't a mega cap at all, but it looks almost exactly like your hat in disguise. And he says to you, my name is Fez, and he gestures to a red tiefling woman standing behind him, and he says, that's our Kira. Boss Cal sent us. You want Geldar? We want Geldar. So come on. Boss Cal? Quick insight check. Great roll. What are you trying to discern? I'm trying to discern if he is at least being honest, if possible. In this split second of time, um, you don't think he's lying. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a really quick judgment. You don't sense any deception. Strong times, we don't have a lot of options. What do you think? Let's go. Let's go. It's either go with them or get squashed by one of, I swear it looks like something the Tinker may have put together. I'm trying to decipher what boss, boss Cal is. Uh, let's, let's go. We'll follow you, but this better not be a trick. No tricks at all, buddy. Just follow me. Just got a job to do. He lets go of your arm, nods at you, and then he turns and uh, starts sprinting, looking back at you expectantly. And the red tiefling is, is right on his tail. She says, hell yeah. And uh, they just start running into this transit station. He's going to put it out there. Myth is looking very uncomfortable with all of this. Like, all of it. She is not comfortable at all. Myth, how you feeling? What's going on? all of this. I don't know what any of this is, what any of this means, how any of this even works. Yet, they seem to be just so well-adjusted. How does anyone do anything here? None of this is familiar. If we catch up, definitely ask him. (sighs) I'm I'm lost as well. I hate not having any opportunity or even actually having the privilege to think about trusting anyone. Even even another chief? Oh, by all means, I would love to say yes. You know, this tiefling is totally here to help, but let's see, we've been here for all of maybe an hour, and we're already being chased down and having to fight for our lives. Sounds like a Thursday with the, the strong thoughts. <laughs> might, be a, might be a record. Oh, shut up, Lucky. <laughs> Insane. My first day with the team, and we were in an underwater cavern. <laughs> But did zombies. you die? You left me there with all the rocks falling down, so... But did you die? Every day, I die a little bit more. <laughs> well, then you should be no use to it. I shall keep that in mind, should we actually have to think about saving your life. Which, in this environment, maybe sooner than later. Yeah, so he's gonna keep running. Alright, you follow these two, and they lead you through a series of corridors. You see advertisements plastered on the walls, moving images, superimposed on the ceilings, and even the floor in some places. Um, People stumble all over themselves trying to get out of your way, and you pass several numbered corridors that branch off before Fez and Arkira take a sharp right 
down one that's marked 606 alleys. Fez runs forward. He's leading you down this marble tiled hallway. And then it ends abruptly and it opens into an open air boarding area. And you see these uh, huge metal segmented tube-shaped vehicles sitting on tracks that run off into tunnels in the distance. Arcane energy sparks and crackles around the glistening steel wheels and mechanisms that you see under the chassis of these giant machines. Metal double doors on each of these tubes slide open and there's a bunch of passengers exiting and entering into them, except one that's apparently empty. And the lights at the head of, of that particular one read the alleys. But one of the L's isn't, isn't lit up. It's just like a L-shaped tube of glass. And Fez says, that's our ride, come on. And he runs towards that one and dips into the door. And our is right behind him and she says, hell yeah, and, and just runs it. No, absolutely not. What even is that? It looks like it might be our, our only hope here. It looks like fun. I'm gonna say, hell yeah, and then jump on. Hell, hell there yeah. There is no hell. way I'm getting on that thing. Ms. Smith, it's either this or them. At this point, I think I'd rather take my chances. Let me just grab Smith. What in the... <laughs> Put me down. Put me down. Not getting on that thing. <laughs> Lucky just grabbed Smith with all his might. All right. Smith, are you fighting? Half-heartedly. <laughs> Half-heartedly, because it's like she doesn't want to go, but she also doesn't want to fight her herself. Okay. Roll, <laughs> strength, um, roll, so. roll a strength uh, athletics check with um, disadvantage, Myth. Athletics yeah. advantage. This is kind of strong. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Ooh, oh, damn. damn. And that could have been better. <laughs> damn. So, you try to tug her. This kind of reminds me of the 18. The Mr. T didn't want to get on planes and stuff. Anyway, you try to pull on her. And um, yeah, she doesn't budge. She just kind of looks at you like, no. It's more I will thunderstep us. If I have to. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. She's just gonna she's just gonna run. <laughs> she's just gonna run on board. <laughs> Thank you. Alright, so you guys enter into this car, into this vehicle. Where you're at, there's several partitioned off sleeping areas. On either side of this part of the segmented tube, there's a door probably leading to another section. And the doors that you came in eventually slide shut. And after a short moment, this whole thing lurches forward. And it gradually picks up speed until all that you feel of the movement is just like a slight vibration. And there's some small windows. Fez and um, Arkira are kind of like going from window to window looking out. And as you're moving, Fez turns to you guys and he says, We should be safe. This sub will take us out of the Tarkas and into the alleys. I don't know who you are, but you must be pretty important if the defenders want you. I guess Boss Kyle was right. He said you guys wanted Geldar, just like he did. So he must know who you are. And pardon, who is this, this boss cow? Boss cow? Oh, he, he's hes the leader of the Quiet Palm. It's the brains. Quiet. The what? Who is the Quiet Palm? That's the, you know, that's thats thats our crew. That's our gang. And then you hear our character go, gang, gang. Hell yeah. He's going to stare at our Kara like, you, you okay over there? She just stares back at you. Is all of this? What? Where even are we? Why is everything metal? Who are you? Who are you? Why are you helping I'm us? I'm just doing my job. What year Somebody is this? Somebody answer something. Just, what year is this? What year is this? Yes. Are you crazy? You don't know what year it is? Oh, uh, no, I don't. Who's 17? What is it? 217. Anyway, 
So what do, what do you guys want with Gildar? The ring. Oh, you know what? I'm not speaking. Last time I told somebody what I wanted, man, I'm tired of trusting people. Nope, I ain't saying nothing. You guys want to take him down just like us, huh? Change everything in blood hard, huh? I mean, if we have to, we were after his ruby pendant that he's been using to hold all the power. We're after his ring. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about a ring, but I know Geldar is the real, the real leader. You know, Emperor Clud is just a, he's just a loudmouth. The real power is Geldar. Emperor Clud is just a puppet. But we're gonna take them both down and change everything in blood hard. Drow won't have to hide anymore. Tieflings either. And Puerto Ricans either, yeah. But there are more. Of course. Think they could kill all of us? Infernal, Lucky just like, you get There's so happy about Tieflings, Miss Matt. I had thought, I mean, I know they said, I just, I didn't think. Actually, I don't know what to think. It's not that I believe they could kill all, but from what I was seeing, I was definitely starting to believe it. Where are you guys from? <laughs> if we told you. What haven? Another plane, actually. Or time, we have not really worked that out. Well, no, we were told it's another plane. Yeah, our time is 11.23. Sorry. This is 2.17. Could you possibly tell us, what do you know of wait, 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 wait. the post-age alliance? First of all, if you guys are into Sath, that's your business. I suggest that you don't be high when you're talking to Boss Cal, all right? He's a pretty smart guy. He'll figure it out. Um, we're not on Sath. What is Sath? Some type of narcotic. Is, is the first one free? <laughs> I mean, I got a cousin, but you were asking something, lady? What do you know of the post-Age of Goliaths? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so it may not be another year. Our time, I guess you can say, we usually have it as our year followed by P-A-G, post-Age of Goliaths. Um, if you aren't aware of this, then perhaps they might just be on another plane. How do you all measure your time here? Well, they started counting time after the uh, the cleansing. They thought they got rid of all of us. Well, I was just a kid then. It was horrible. Kind of hangs his head. Dark Arrow says, hell yeah, horrible. And he looks up at you guys. But listen, we're going to change everything here. We're kind of like a, a resistance, I guess you could say. And just... Because I have to ask, how does does this Boss Cal know of our existence? Boss Cal knows everything. He's, he's really smart. Uh, he's the one that sent me to find you guys and bring you guys to him. Is he known as, as another name? Uh, his, he likes to be called Boss, but his real name is Calcrin. But like, say Boss Cal, he prefers that. Okay. Oh, it's cow, not cow. <laughs> this whole time I thought you were saying cow, and I don't know, it just it felt wrong calling someone boss cow. <laughs> don't call him a cow. You won't be well like that. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I most definitely will not. Not going to I appreciate that. So how long is the ride to this, uh, this cow? Anything else we should know? I mean, we really got to get you guys out of those clothes that you have on. You stand out like a sore thumb. I was afraid you were going to say that. Mm. So once we get to the real Hell's Oasis, not the little stupid franchises, we'll get you guys geared up and, you know, Mom makes some nice pastelillos and bacalao. You guys can eat. 
Is that food? Is it food? Japanese? Yeah, how'd you know about? Apologies. Pretty much everything you're saying sounds foreign to me. And just when you say that last syllable myth, you hear the door to the rear of the car behind you burst into pieces in a storm of flame. And stepping through the door, you see one of the red armored defenders, and at least two more behind that first one. And he yells out, Fugitives of the law and suspected members of the Quiet Palm. You're under arrest. Surrender or die. Oh, hell, here we go. I will have you all roll initiative. Roll initiative. So click on your token. I don't know if you want to count that. My first roll is a five. And if you want to give you and keep that uh, 17. No, don't worry. I got you. Thank you. So one of these red armored individuals stepped through the door. Did you see? Let me, I'll blow him up so you can kind of see what he looks like. Oh, damn, that was cool as hell. Once again, Dean, if you wanted to play <laughs> Cyberpunk, you know, I do have a character sheet ready for a game. So one of them stepped through the door and is fully in the car. Um, a second one is behind him in the doorway of that door. Um, and behind that one, you see a third one making his way from the car that is, is behind the one that you're in. So we are basically fighting the equivalent of the Red Skull and Ultron's love child. That's a pretty I good description. This. But Shinora, it is on you. You're first. Okay. Um, well, let's see. I'm going to see if Eldritch Blast will work. All right. Roll to attack. 25. All right. Uh, 25 is definitely a hit. Okay. I'm Six assuming ten. you're hitting the first one. Yes. And that's a 14. Okay, a 14. Well, your first blast flies into him and hits him dead in center mass in the middle of his chest. Your second blast hits him in his shoulder and deflects off of his armor, ricochets off, knocking out one of the windows. Okay, that's my turn. All right. If Sarah, it is on you. Just clarification. Um, this is all, like, open space and not like a, a bar or tables um, or anything in here. A sleeping car, but for the purposes of the map, yeah, it's all open space. Okay, then you're just gonna hear her. I don't have time for this, nor the desire to deal with it. And she's just going to run up and smack this one. Like this, the one that the person right. she gets to. Uh, let us go with the quarterstaff because reasons. We're gonna be swinging this right. two handed. Ooh, 23. 23 is a hit. Oh, you still on. Okay, great. We're gonna smack him again. Because we just we just cannot with these metal constructs. Oof, 22 is a hit 22. as well. Alright, we are also gonna just keep up with the two-handed momentum okay. because frustration. Um, roll the thing. There he goes. Oh, doesn't matter. Eleven. Alright. Hit him again, this time in the head, completely knocking off his helmet, and you see that it's a human underneath, but he is still up. He's reeling though. Eyes are kinda looking cockeyed, a little cross-eyed. Yeah, no, we're gonna do it. Go ahead and burn that key point. And we are going to go ahead and do the flurry of blows. Alright. Please. 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 Oh, my flurry's disappointing. 17 is it? 17. Oh, yay. Okay. We'll take it. Eight. Alright, how do you take this guy out? Uh, after knocking the uh, helmet off, probably would have done like a quick jab with the uh, moon end. Uh, probably the black moon end part of it, just like jab it straight to the throat. So kind of like collapsing the air. All right, you feel right. that crunch. 
that kind of nasty crunch from his uh, trachea. His eyes roll up and he just crumbles to the floor. One more behind him, right? There is. And there's Great. He's going to get the last one because these hands and staff are ready to eat <laughs> for everyone right now. Maybe not. 15. You swing your staff and he kind of puts his arm up and the, the blow deflects off of the armor on his uh, forearm. <sighs> we'll take it. All right. We, we knocked one out. So she's going to be visibly frustrated and just you can tell she's just over it. But yeah, that, that's that's all right. Um, Farley's, what you got? So we're gonna again use our uh, use Miles and our spider climb ability. Run towards the walls, run up the ceiling. So okay. basically, standing upside down. Extend a shadow blade, which I haven't used in a minute, and throw a shadow blade at it. Fourteen. Is a fourteen. I think damage. you rolled damage. Yes, you did. Oh, is that damage? Okay. Go keep that damage roll because you hit. Twenty-one to hit. Um, a twenty-one is a hit. So that's 14 Psychic. I don't know if it's going to work or not. And then 11 Sneak Attack. Okay, um, so that is 25 in total. That rocked him, but he is still standing. And upside down off the ceiling, Farley's going to reach down, put the fist out for Fez, do a fist bump. He looks at you curiously. But then Akira gives oh, you yeah, a fist bump says, hell yeah! <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> That's the end of my turn. He's down to party. <laughs> All right. That guy that you just hit with your shadow blade, Farley's, he's rocked, he's staggered, but he is going to attempt to blast you with the... You would think that it's kind of sort of like a blunderbuss, but not quite as big. But yeah, he attempts to blast you. Uh, 22 hit. Uh, ooh, so you take 18 points of fire damage. Last. All right, cool. 18 points of fire, fire damage, and I still, I roll 16 constitution, so I still have my shadow blade. Uh, but yeah, that hurt. I'm gonna use my, my reaction to have that damage. Okay. He rolled pretty damn good. Um, And he'll, there you go. Okay. So, and then he'll step up out of the doorway, kind of close space with Myth, and make room for this other guy to step through. And he'll get right up, step right on top of his buddy, and attempt to stab Myth. To hit. It just right, hits. Um, he stabs into your shoulder. That's whack. You take four points of piercing damage, and that will be their turn. So, Lucky, it is on you. Alright, Lucky is going to move forward. Packstar, woman of many words. <laughs> and he's going to cast Booming Blade as he's moving on his pack weapon so you you see his sword just envelop with with uh with okay. electricity we're gonna strike the guy that uh hit All right, so directly in front of him. Right, 15 you swing your great sword he kind of ducks and half parries it with his dagger you aren't able to uh connect with him all right and then i end my turn all right you don't have two attacks um not yet uh, oh not yet right. okay Alright, it will be Fez's turn. Fez, he will um see that uh Lucky uh missed that the strike and, and say, You're so strong, this should be an easy fight for you. I'm sure that you'll definitely not mix your next attack and he'll give you a bardic inspiration. So you get a D8 to use uh for an ability check, an attack roll, or saving throw for the next ten minutes. And 
That's all Fez does. Um, he's not much of the fighting type. Arkara, however, is. And she'll chuck a couple of daggers at the one in front of Lucky. So you see these daggers fly by you, Lucky. One of them lodges itself in the space between the shoulder and the, and the breastplate and this person's armor and then disappears and returns to her hand. And the other one just misses horribly. But both disappear upon impact and return back to her hand. And it takes not much damage. But he doesn't, he doesn't have that much left. He looks pretty jacked up, the one that's in front of Lucky. And that will be her turn. And we are back to the top of the round. Shinora, it is on you. So I'll shoot Eldritch Blast at the one in front of Lucky. A correction? Sorry, reading my character sheet, I actually do an extra attack. <laughs> I, okay. I just got it. Um, yes, I would say you would at least have to get past um, Arkira. Okay. Are you right there? Yeah. Okay. 26. That is definitely a hit. Roll your damage. Okay, Seven. how do you take this guy out? Ooh, I got nine temporary hit points. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just fall to the ground. Because he's no, like a metal construct, he's, right? he's a dude in armor. Oh, he's just a yep. dude in armor? Oh. All right. And Lucky, you see, he kind of falls forward and is on you for a second and just kind of like slides off to the ground. And you do get um, nine temporary hit points. And my other blast will go to the one in All front right. of me. That's a Damn, 23. That as well. And he takes... 12 points of damage. And you blast into him. You put a big hole in his armor. Is it in the ass part? Yeah, one of, one of his butt cheeks is hanging out right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then that's my turn. turn in a second. On initiative 15, you all hear an explosion combined with the sound of like metal tearing and gear screaming. And Fez looks out the window and says, It's the Megabot Brutalizers following us. Narkira yells out, Hell no! And as the train pitches and bounces, I need everyone on the sub, including the defenders, to make deck saves. All right, deck saves. Fifteen for Lucky. Twenty for Well, shit. I'm a twelve. All right. So it looks like Shinora and the defender are the only ones that failed. So you both take. All right, Shinora, you take two points of bludgeoning damage as you're battered, and okay. you are now prone, as is the uh, okay. defender. And Myth, it is your turn. This guy just fell, and he's on the ground in front of him. All right. While he's on the ground, she, of course, just like to use her quarterstaff and strike down at him while questioning back to our wonderful saviors here, the what? Brutalizer. Big robot, big... All right, you have advantage because he is 14. Broken. Oh, sweet. Yay. I would very much like that. Yep. 17, 17. is a hit. Right. <laughs> Two-handed. Strike down. Yeah, I would have been two-handed. Gotcha. We take seven, seven points of damage as you slap into him. He's still squirming around, though. He's still up. Well, technically. <laughs> You're just going to keep hitting him or not. 11. You still have advantage. Oh, wait, or do I still get advantage because he's still prone? Oh, thank God. Well, that's oh, it. thank God. Okay, 26. 13. All right, how do you uh, knock this guy out? Well, I'm assuming everything would have been, you know, still moving, so she would have just gone straight down uh, with the half moon kind of like locking his neck and then just All twist right. it. Lucky and Shadora, you hear the sick kind of crudge snap as Biff breaks this guy's neck. 
and he is not moving anymore. Wow. Are you the brutalizer myth? No. What do you mean, the giant? Can he eat this metal death trap? Did you say eat? You want to, you want to eat? eat? Yes. No. Can whatever is following us eat this metal death trap that we are currently in? I don't in? think they eat. I don't know. I'm not a scientist or anything. Engineer. She's just going to scream in frustration. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good frustration. Lucky just stares at her and just says, How does your mind work, Miss Smith? Are you okay? <laughs> On any given chance, Lucky, even that's up for debate. Apparently. Uh, and at that point, she flames from the door on the other side of this car as the door collapses and you see two more stroll through. But it would be Farley's turn. And everybody sees the, yeah. these defenders come through? Yeah. Okay. Having experienced that that blast, um, you know that they apparently shot the door, take it out, and then like walk through it. So there's like a big explosion where the door was, and then they, they come through. So you all are aware of it. But it's still crou- uh, crouching like an upside down, upside down on the ceiling, crouched down, crouched up. Anyway, uh, he's gonna cast fairy fire on these two um, dudes coming through the door. They need to dis. Dexterity save 15. Alright, which one do you want to get? Left or right? Uh, The one to the left will be covered in a green flame. Green flickering flame. Uh, Yeah, and that's... This this is going to stay put where he's at. You see these these two vendors that just strolled in. One of them is just glowing from a green flame that's like reefed his entire body, marking him as a very easy target. Kind of looks shocked by it. And that's my turn. All right. And with that, he's going to take a shot at Fez because that's who's in this line. And the 19 will hit Fez, and Fez takes four points of damage. And you said, <laughs> wow. That's a big range. What did you take, Farley's, when you got hit? Eighteen. Did he take four? Oh, uh, yeah. But you guys see this blast, blast of fire shoot into Fez's shoulder, and he spins at the impact. Um, the other one will run up a little bit, and yeah, he's just gonna shoot at Arkira. But uh, fourteen misses. Lucky's turn. All right, Lucky's gonna cast Boom and Blade once again. All right, and then run to the guy in front. And he's going to take a swing at him. Uh, plus the eight, right? Yes, you can or use a D to add to your attack. Yep. All right. Sixteen, just 16. Him. All right. So eight. I'm sorry, sorry, so ten. Ten slashing, and if he moves, he takes your uh, booming blade damage. Correct. That's so what you slash right into him. So we're going. All right. Sixteen again. So eleven. All right, so you guys see uh, Lucky just slash it so across his uh, torso two times really fast. Um, yeah, he's just tearing up his armor. You guys see two big gashes in his his um, red armor. Um, it's on Fez. Fez um, is not the fighting type, and he just hides somewhat, crouches, and braces himself against one of the um, the beds that is in this in this carriage. Markira, um, however, is the fighting type, and um, she's gonna move up, and then she'll launch two daggers at the guy that is towards the rear of the car, or the front of the car, rather. 
And misses with her first one and misses with the second. And she says, hell no. And um, yeah, Shinora, it's your turn. Okay. I think I'm going to move up and then throw my oh. battle axe. Which one? The one in front of um, Lucky. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're back. You're gonna do it again. I'm gonna do it again. Okay. The axe returns yeah. to your hand and you chuck it again. Damn. Okay, that's my turn. Yeah, you guys can no. see uh, the axe flying all over the place, but it is back in Shinora's hand. Is that all of your stuff? You done? I'm done. And on initiative 15, I need everybody to make a deck save again. As you hear another explosion in the car. Back. I don't like this land. Funny one, looking up his foot. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, not the one. Sorry. How many points I think now? Right. So Shinar, we're gonna retcon it and say that before you threw your action stood up. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I was prone, uh, wasn't we I? roll for these guys before we. Fez. Okay, so we'll say that Mr. Fairy Fire over there in the rear, of the, in the front of the car, excuse me, passed, and all the other people that I am controlling failed. Um, Farley's with uh, 12, you failed. The DC is 15. So everybody who failed takes <laughs> two points of damage and is prone. So Farley's, I'm going to say that uh, you were shaking off the, the ceiling of this car and you fall to the ground. <laughs> and it's funny how that works out. Lucky the guy in front of you is on the ground at your feet. Are we counting that as movement? Does he get shot? <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, let's let's do that. Yeah, so roll your roll your damage for that. <laughs> Alright, so he takes six six points of thunder damage. He's looking pretty wrecked. Alright, Miss Sarah, it is your turn. Uh, so yeah, we are just going to take a few steps forward, uh, right behind our friend here, and trying to remain calm and everything else, we're just going to inhale and activate our Eldritch Fall Tattoo. So let's see... 18. So you would have advantage since it counts as a melee attack. That is a hit! Eight. So he takes 9 to 15 altogether. Alright, so what does it look like as these guys see this Mr. Fantastic, shadowy Mr. Fantastic, astral arm reach between our Kara and Lucky and wrap around and smack this guy? What, is, what, what do we got going on? Yeah, basically since it's uh, dark tendrils and everything else, they come up pretty much envelop this guy. We're going to go with one up slam, one down slam, and then... Is. is there a window? <laughs> and we're tossing him out the window. All right. The window's kind of small, so he kind of... It's a tight fit, so you do hear some crunching as he uh, flies out the window. I am completely satisfied with that. And, yeah, we're actually right. going to go ahead and, you know, end it there. You know, do some moosaws and deep inhales to try and center our just barely bubbling Arcara rage. like that. She says, hell yeah. And Farley's, it's your turn. <laughs> I'm gonna get sold. <laughs> That's the fun to me. Uh, all right, Farley's is gonna uh, do, do a similar thing to where, where he was before. He's gonna uh, use his spider climb ability to climb up on the ceiling. Uh, because Myth and Faz are right in front of him. He doesn't have a good vantage point. 
they can see this defender in front of him, so he's gonna take aim with his psychic blades. Yeah. At first, he's gotta get up because he was prone, so he's only got half. You stop more than enough movement to get to the ceiling. But... So let's roll with the range on these psychic blades. Ooh, that's a one with no thank you. Let's try again. 22 that's is a, 22. a hit. You have advantage, so you get sneak attack. And that is 17 damage total. That's a lot of damage. That is the first time he's been hit, but that's a lot of damage. And he stumbles. He goes down to one knee, but then quickly stands back up. And after that, uh, we're going to say, Myth, calm yourself. Calm yourself. We're, we're going to get through this. We're almost done. That's the end of one's turn. All right. Um, this defender has heart. He's going to gonna try to blast Lucky since he's right there. Okay. Lucky, you take 16 points of fire damage, but you're resistant to fire, so you only take 8. That is his turn, Lucky. It is on you. Lucky is going to use lightning, but he needs to make a strength. I'm sorry, strength, right? He takes damage. If he passes, does the same thing, then he doesn't. But, um, Probably won't. 14. What's your Just oh, you made it? Yeah. But then Lucky's a little bit annoyed. So he runs up to him and then attacks with his great sword. <laughs> oh, come on. Wow. <laughs> 19. All right, so Lucky. 18. Uh, How do you do what happens happen? as you slash into him? With the uh, aggravation of being annoyed with losing his lightning, with lightning lore failing, Lucky comes right down in the middle of his head and just cleaves him in two. Ugh. The metal splits, as does his skull, and you get fully about, I don't know, maybe three inches into his neck before uh, the momentum of your blade stops. Embarrassingly. <laughs> Should there be something we need to talk about, Lucky? No. Where are you over there? Miss Smith, I you do forget I am more barbarian than you, so I feel Fair like enough. that gives me a pat a pass. Mm. She's just going to roll her eyes. I mean, not that you can really tell, but you know, <laughs> yeah, she's just going to roll her eyes and let me like tell. Half smile. <laughs> Fez says, "Hey guys, that was impressive and all, but we got a situation. Uh, we're just about there, I'm sure, but um, this thing isn't slowing down. Grab something quick." Oh God. Okay. Are there poles? Um, there's what beds. You mean, grab something. Partitions of the walls of uh, the sleeping yep. areas are there, so you'd be able to grab something. Oh, uh, will probably grab onto a bed. Probably hits the ground and grabs on right. something too. Um, something. Uh, Lucky's flying. Like he's just gonna levitate okay. over the ground. All right. So the train impacts with a deafening crunch and the instant deceleration. As if we're watching it in like super slow-mo bullet time. It kind of like flows from car to car. And all the unanchored items launch into the air and like slam forward. And metal crushes. It's like a smashed beer can, glass shattered, wood splinters. And you're all flung forward. Slamming into walls and upended chairs, etc. So can I get a con save from everyone? Yeah. me. 16. 20 for me, wow. Okay. Shinora rolls. We got a 4. 11. The DC is 14. So everyone that passed will take half of this. 
So everyone that passed will take five, and everyone that failed will take 11 points of bludgeoning damage as you're thrown about in this car, but it stops. And you're all covered with debris and shrapnel. Then you're stunned for a second, but then you gather your senses and start digging your way out of, of this wreck. And you wipe the ashes from your faces and shake the glass and stuff out of your hair. And it was rough, but you made it. And you could see the alleys pretty much look the damn same as they did on the other plane of existence that you were on. And you guys stand up and you look up. And hovering 50 feet above you, you see the form of the giant metal construct that was chasing you earlier. One of his fists is engulfed in crackling blue energy, and it raises his fist. And that's where we'll end for tonight. Oh, no, don't end it, don't you dare. I love it. Man, that's good. I like this plane. I like this this alternate <laughs> reality shit. <laughs> it's cool. Let me show you what he looks like. Since wow. Yes, please. Oh God! That, that was about oh, what I imagined him to be. Yes, yeah. would have loved this plane. Uh, <laughs> never took him. Off. He tried to he, he tried to take him apart piece by piece Probably. and put him in the bag of holding. Mm-hmm. He would for sure. Hundred percent. Now would have been a good time for him to come up with his big old you know metal cat mount. <laughs> that that would have been nice. Oh what? Goldie. You could have been great. He would have walked out wearing this thing. <laughs> Probably. Like... What's up, it's Elias. Just wanted to say thank you for checking us out. If you enjoyed our shenanigans in the Everrealm, please consider sponsoring us via listener support on Anchor and helping us make this show bigger and better. If the commitment is in your jam, you can make a donation via the Ko-Fi link in the show description. Conversely, if you aren't able to do that, bills, etc., trust me, I get it. You can show love by leaving a rating, a review, or just sharing the show. Again, thanks for listening. Peace.